Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about being thankful in your marriage and for your marriage and being a thankful person in this context of this relationship here. Yes. Yeah. I mean, let's be people who love one another and share it and say it and say thanks a lot. This can only be a helpful thing in marriage. It's helpful, and I think God wants us to be thankful people in all circumstances and in every category of life. And Mm -hmm. so kind of taking that, uh, the will of God, which is for you to be thankful uh, in all circumstances in uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 19, 18, Mm -hmm. um, and applying that to this relationship here. Yes. So included in everything is your marriage. Totally, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a big part of everything. It's it probably it affects most everything about your schedule, your time, your decision. I mean, right? It's your marriage is so central to your life. And so that should be one thing we definitely work on being thankful for and say words that are thankful. Mm-hmm. Thankful words. Because it just, it would be a problem for people to you know, read passages like that in the New Testament because, you know, First Thessalonians 5 is one place. Ephesians 5 is another place mm-hmm. where the New Testament just says, hey, Christians, you know, one, one of the things that ought to describe you yeah. is this uh, thankfulness, right. this general disposition of being thankful to God in all things, in all circumstances, all the mm-hmm. time. So um, it would just be a problem for Christian husbands or wives to not be thankful in their marriage. Yeah. Even if even if your marriage is difficult, which I you know, the reason we have a podcast is because your marriage is difficult. Yeah. And our marriage is difficult. Like there are tough things. Yes. Marriage is a difficult thing. So right. it's not a necessary prerequisite that you have a fantastic marriage in order to be thankful. Right. It's you need to be thankful as a Christian and included in that is your relationship with your spouse. Yeah, difficult times, good times, everything in between. Um, we're supposed to be, as believers, people that can say thank you to God and see the blessings and see the benefits and see all the the positive effects even of this marriage relationship, even if not every single thing is going as we would want it to go. We can still say thank you to God for this marriage relationship, knowing it's a gift from Him. That's right. And I think the reason we came up with this topic for today, one of the big reasons is mm-hmm. I was gone last week Yes, at the time of this recording, and um, I missed you and the family, and yes. you and the family missed me, and I was away for, for a full week, basically. Mm-hmm. And so we were just reminded afresh of yeah. all the different ways that we're thankful for each other and the different things we do, the things you do to serve me and right. I do to right. serve you and the... All the great aspects of a relationship yeah. was just kind of missing for a week. Yeah. It's like, oh man, this is not as good. You know, when you're gone, it's just everything, in my perspective, is just, it's not as good. It's not as good in the morning. I'm up by myself. I'm doing everything on my own. No one to share coffee with. I mean, it's just such a simple thing, but sometimes we're not even talking a bunch in the morning, but your presence is there. And same thing at the end of the night, going to bed. I mean, you're just... You were gone and absent, and that made me think, oh, I really enjoy just Mark being around. Um, but then there's way more than that, right? There's just the the discussions, the help with parenting, the help with cooking, just the laughter, the joy, just the 
the friendship. I mean, there's just a ton of things that I missed by having you be out of the home. Yeah. And I was reminded of all the things that you do to uh, serve our kids and teach our kids and help our kids and equip our kids and mm -hmm. just the 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 constant stuff that you do <laughs> and the the kind of stuff that you do yes. with kids. So I was away um, in Kansas City for a PhD seminar, and so I'm sitting around right. talking with a bunch of nerds all day about <laughs> the New Testament, and and I sneak out at one point to make a phone call and you know on a break to give you a call, and right. I, I remember <clears throat> I'm standing outside and I call and I'm like, hey, how's it going? What are you up to? And you know, I'm in PhD world and yeah. you're like, well, right now I'm looking for a Wolverine claw mm -hmm. and I can't find it. And, uh, this is not like, this is not going to be good. Is this, yeah. And I'm thinking, is this what you're doing? Right. It's yeah. like, I'm scouring the house because one of the kids wants to wear the two Wolverine claws and we can only find one, you know, because it's not in the dress up bin. It's not in these toy <laughs> bin. I'm just, and we're just walking around, checking things out. And of course we get distracted along the way, but that was like my main goal for the 30 minutes. It's like right what then. you were doing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah. This is my focus. Yeah. And you're in a totally different world, but. And, you know, and then you're just, you're just handling stuff. You're right. just putting putting out fires, yes. dealing with problems, yes. making it happen, right. just being an amazing mom and teacher and leader for the kids. You right. know, like well, thank you. And so I'm just I, I was reminded of all that stuff that you were doing, and had I not called at that time, I wouldn't have even realized that you had to go on a 30 minute excursion. You know to find a Wolverine claw. Yeah. And they're just all, yeah, all kinds of stuff that we, we maybe don't, I think at least for me, I can so easily think about what I need to do today, what my goals are for today, even in, within our family or in our marriage, at our church, serving all of that. And sometimes I forget that you have a gigantic list as well at your job. You have a lot of things that people are counting on you for. You have a lot of items that you're trying to accomplish. And I just was reminded about how much you do, how hard you work for the family, how much you do for other people. And I was super thankful for the way you go about serving the Lord with the talents he's given you in the church, in your job, in, with the friendships, with our children, with me. I mean, it was just like, you have so many items. And when I stop get my eyes off of myself and think about you, I can really be thankful and think through the tons and tons of things you do that I may even go totally unnoticed mm. for, for me and for our family. That makes me think about too. Um, so one of our kids got hurt, actually fell off the top of a bunk bed. <laughs> uh, could have been worse. <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine. But you know, it's hurt and crying and this is late at night. We're trying to put all, I'm trying to put all the kids in bed and I'm doing all the stuff that you do, right? Yeah. When a kid gets hurt, you know, can you move this? How does this feel? Show me where it hurts. Give me a hug. Give me. And she says to me, but if daddy were here, <laughs> he would know what to do. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah. excuse me. Dad, she gets it. She Well, she, you know, she feels that protection and that love from you. And when you're tender with her, I mean, I, it just goes so much with our girls, especially. But so we FaceTime you late, right? Yeah. And we're like, can you look at her boo-boo from the yeah. screen? Yep. You know? Yep. I remember. And so I, I hop on the FaceTime and <clears throat> I didn't know. I had zero context. I just got a FaceTime call from you. There was no text, no heads up, <laughs> no nothing. 
and it's like, this little, you know, pouting little girl on oh, the other line. So and sad. she's like, you know, I fell off the top bunk and she's sniffling and she's crying. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I jump into dad mode asking questions and asking her mm-hmm. if she can wiggle her fingers and, right. you know, if her leg still works right. and stuff like that. And I make her laugh a couple of times and, and, um, you know, give give a kiss to the phone and yeah. tell her good night. You know, and it really was like, okay, I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm so glad she has a dad around who does that sort of stuff for her. Mm-hmm. Such a blessing. So I guess just our experiences over the last week have reminded both of us, separately, mm-hmm. independent of one another, just how thankful we are for the other person. And sometimes it takes getting away. Uh, sometimes it takes being absent or having your spouse be absent yeah. in order to really see or feel or perceive how much you are thankful for them. Right. Um, but it doesn't have to be the case that there's a, a week-long you know, break where right. someone's gone out of town right. in order for you to uh, cultivate some of this gratitude. Right. Because as a Christian, like we said at the beginning, you just you have a responsibility and I have a responsibility to be thankful and we have to direct that gratitude toward our spouse. And so this is a helpful reminder for us to talk about this, to think about this, and to remind uh, all of our listeners to express, not only be thankful for your spouse, but to also express that gratitude toward your spouse. And so I think there's really two takeaways from this episode. Mm-hmm. One, if you're not, you, you ought to be thankful. So develop a genuine uh, depth of gratitude for your spouse. Right. Find things that you're thankful for. Right. And develop that gratitude. And and then secondly, yeah. I want to talk about expressing that. But is there something you want to say about developing it? I just I think praying, <laughs> praying for your spouse, coming to God on their behalf, thanking God. Just just that conversation with God, we maybe focus in our prayers, uh, or I, I think we can be tempted to focus on, hey, God, I'm praying for my husband. Would you really work on his heart for this thing? Will it change him? I think we can develop a gratitude, a heart of gratitude by coming to God and saying, thank you for my spouse. Thank you for these things that you've done in his life. Thank you for the ways you've grown him. Thank you for you know, how he's working in this area and what you're showing him here at church. I think if we continue to just not not neglect thanking God for our spouse when we go to him on behalf of our spouse, then that's going to help us to even develop that heart of gratitude more. Yeah. And I guess the only thing I would add is, you know, crack open your Bible and look mm-hmm. at a couple passages that it's just explicit. I mean, look in your Bible at Ephesians 5.20. It says this. I mean, read this during your devotion time tomorrow morning. Uh, give, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so let's direct our, our gratitude to God, you know, for uh, always and for everything. Uh, and I think some of that's going to carry into uh, your relationship with your spouse and thanking, being thankful for them and even to them. So, and then another passage is, as I mentioned earlier, First Thessalonians five eighteen. Yeah. So, read that one as well, and that's just going to be challenging for you. Yes. Um, so let's just spend a few minutes then and talk about the importance of expressing thankfulness. How do you do that? What does that look like? And um, why? Why is that hard for us? You know. 
Because it, it can be. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, sometimes you're a glass half empty person, personality. It's no good. It's no good. I'm just saying sometimes people can be kind of that person that say, well, I just view everything as half. I see the, the problems. I see the issues. I'm really critical. And I don't think we can use personality as an excuse or, you know, what we lean towards because encouragement and praise and thankful words go so long and so far in our marriage. They're so helpful. I mean, I just think about today, today, Mark has already said like three or four things. Um, just you're such a good wife or how you're so, you're such an amazing person. Do you know that? I mean, you just have stated things just out of the blue as you're looking at me that encourage me, that help me to move forward. And they really do. They really do bolster me up to do the next thing well, to keep going, to keep serving, to keep at it. Um, and that's going to go so much farther than, you know, you didn't really do this one thing well, or, Ooh, I, I wish you would do better here. I mean, nitpicking my life, which I'm sure you could point out multiple things that I could do better. Instead, you really focus on encouraging, pushing me in the right direction and thanking me for those things. That is, is huge. So I think that is one really simple, straightforward, I mean, it's not rocket science yeah. um, solution here. And it's just to simply verbalize things. Just state things that are true about your spouse. State things that are encouraging. Express mm -hmm. thankfulness. So mm -hmm. I guess, <laughs> you know, I said, you know, how, how, or what's the importance of expressing thankfulness? How do we do that? Mm-hmm. So far, we've said, do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you don't need to explain a lot more beyond right, that. Right. I, I think there is a pretty straightforward element to this. If you're not in the regular pattern mm -hmm. of expressing thankful words to your spouse, stating encouraging things to your spouse, then you should say something nice today. Yep. Send a text right now. Right. Send an encouraging text. Totally. Out of the blue. Yeah. Unprompted, unprovoked uh, by your spouse and just in an effort to love and encourage and bless them and express thankfulness. Yeah. I mean, think back to the dating days, right? I mean, there were, it was like for most people, when you hear about the dating days, those first few months or year, whatever, the other person could do no wrong. They loved everything, you know, of the way they walked, the way they talked, the way they dressed. I mean, every interaction, it was like, the angels were singing behind mm -hmm, you, Mark, mm -hmm. because everything you did was magical. <laughs> mm -hmm. Still is. Still is, yes. But as time goes by, we sometimes lose some of that. And so our words also change if our feelings have changed a bit. But I think what we need, to, what we're saying here is think back to those times and all those things that you saw in your spouse or your future spouse at the time and make sure you're verbalizing some of those things that you love about them. And saying it aloud, it may feel weird at first if that's not common in your marriage, but you're going to be thinking then about positive elements and you're going to encourage your spouse when you bring up the positive elements. Mm -hmm. So it's like a double whammy. Double whammy. You both get benefit. Boom. <laughs> boom, boom. <clears throat> now, I think that's really good. And uh, maybe one thing I would add is to beware of sarcasm. Because Ooh, sarcasm is yeah. one of those things that can just choke out gratitude. Yes. And 
you know, you might start off just with the intention of saying something as a joke, saying something funny, but oftentimes the reason sarcasm hurts is mm-hmm. because there's like a little layer of truth to it. Yeah. And it's a way to express dissatisfaction or unthankfulness without stating, I'm not thankful for you. And just like laughing, kind of like, oh, that was just kind of a joke. But then the whole you know, the person receiving the sarcastic comment, they often, I mean, I know when I've received that, I've thought, wait, are they being serious? Do they really think that? Is that true? And now my mind is focused on the the one little negative zinger in there. And that really can be rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's an awesome point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we were also thinking of being intentional with your first words, whether it's first oh, words yeah. in the morning or first words, um, at the end of a workday, whatever, uh, being intentional to make those good words as yes. opposed to negative, complaining, bad words. Yeah. Can I just go for a second on uh, this? Go. Ready, <laughs> set, go. Okay. I just, I think if you are, I don't know, I think we've got to be careful wives because for me, it's a temptation when Mark walks into the door. It's like my shoulders have been, you know, up on edge, or whatever. It's like relax. Oh, good, he's home. It's like I got, I got somebody else fighting in my corner with the kids, <laughs> you know. And I almost want to say, here, take them all. I'll, I'll take an hour or two to myself, yeah. you know. But I sometimes can just want to give him a list of what has gone wrong or all the things I've had to do mm. that are negative. Mm. Like, almost like I want him to know, wow, look, I worked really hard today, by the way. And feel a little bit of the pain. I want you to right? feel the sting with me. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the difficulty, the 30-minute the discipline session with over a bowl or, you know, whatever, the, all these issues. And so I think I have done poorly in this area before in our marriage where, hey, this and this and this and this, and I know that that's not how you want to come in the door. I know that's not what you want to hear first. And that also sort of sets the tone for our evening after your long, hard day of work, where you probably could list off multiple tough things too, as uh, we're just setting off on the wrong foot. So totally, wives, let's, let's have our first words be joyful words, happy words, thankful words, glad you're home, how's everything going, and not turn to that my day was terrible, tough. Let me just, you know, vent everything on you. Totally. So I think the first words at the end of the workday, that, that there's an opportunity to be strategic there. Yes. There's an opportunity to express intentionally, yes. express thankfulness. Yes. And I think the same can be said of morning as well. Like yeah. first words in the morning. What the, what's the first thing you say to your spouse? Like you have an opportunity, you know, when we we eat breakfast, we're, we're breaking the fast. We haven't eaten mm-hmm. anything all night. And so the first thing you eat breaks the fast. Yeah. Well, there's been a conversation fast that's been happening overnight as well. And so what's oh. what's the first, do you, do you see what <laughs> I did I see there? what you did yeah, there. Yeah. What's the first thing that you say to your right. spouse in the morning right. to break the conversation fast? Can yeah. you, just before you open your mouth, be careful and strategic and intentional to say something nice and encouraging and positive. Yeah. We have a kid who has been in the habit of coming down the stairs and immediately being just rotten. Wrong side of the bed. Just bad attitude, complaining, whining, everything. And we're like, all right, go back upstairs, try it again. You know, see ya. And, (laughs) and, um, you know, we'll do that until she's able to articulate something positive. Right. With not complaining. And so she, and there's been tremendous progress, I think, yes. for her. Yeah. So we're seeing growth and just the opportunity to pause and be careful about yeah. the first thing you say. 
Yeah. It does set the tone. Yeah. That's right. Well, I just keep thinking about Proverbs 16, 24, so I've got to say it. Okay. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Boom. We need those gracious words in our marriage, and it'd be like honeycomb. So good. Uh, who doesn't like honeycomb? Everyone does. <laughs> well, Ever- thanks so much for joining us, and we'll chat with you next time. All right. See you.